Hey guys, welcome back for a second week of Newsies. Again, you're not going to find this in the papes, so you better keep a tie-dye on us. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Broadway Breakdown. Now it's the time to change the lyrics. Let's try and make this more marketable. <laughs> I was like, well, this is like Hollywood does this all the time. This is like an insider tidbit from Hollywood. If you have a something like Newsies that the movie didn't do too well, you always try and look at what you have um, as far as like TV, film, whatever. Um, you say, okay, what what do I have here that didn't make money and how can I make it, like, sell money el- and in another way? Because it's cheaper that way. You was, already have songs. I was going to be mean and rebuttal it with, like, let's hire people that can sing. <laughs> but I guess I was... I guess I just did so, become I'm not a singer, so I don't really know yeah, when either. they can't sing. Oh, it doesn't really notice. bother me. I judge even though I can't either. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Broadway Breakdown. I'm your host, Brianna Phipps, bphipps14 on Twitter, Instagram, bphipps1214 on Snapchat, and, of course, my lovely, lovely co-host here. 123JackieB on all platforms. Tiana sadly had to cancel on us today. I know. But she had a good reason, and she will be back to join us for other shows later. Um, And, of course, we have our lovely, lovely engineer, Alexis, in the booth. Everybody. Sorry. Oh, there was a cute little noise. It was like, meh. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. Where can I find you, Alexis? You can find me all over social media as ATORES890. That's A-T-O-R-R-E-S-890. I'm ready to seize the day. All right. That was our musical goddess in the booth. Um, Right. News. Yeah, we're going to start off as we always do with the news from BroadwayWorld.com and Robert Diamond. Uh, This week, Rachel Ann Go and Devin Hupp, is is it Law? Is that how you say it? It's like two L's. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm going to say Law. To be honest. If I'm wrong, let me know, guys, in the chat roll. Um, Join Miss Saigon on Broadway. I'm so excited for this because there's, they say that there's going to be a tour afterwards, mm-hmm. which I'm like, I know you have to come to Los Angeles, which means that I don't have to travel anywhere to find this. <laughs> That's the, like, one of the greatest parts about, like, for me, I've always lived in a big city. Like, mm-hmm. I come from San Francisco. I live in Los Angeles. I ne- There was never a time where a show wasn't going to tour through one of the cities I lived in. Yeah. So I've been very fortunate in my life that I've gotten to see some really great productions. Um, and, 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 like encourage other people i'm sorry that if you live in a a very small town very far away from a big city but travel travel and come to a big city watch the shows they're fun um and it's not the same as if you watch it as someone taping it on youtube it's not the same nothing is yeah no experience is ever ever the same as being in in the in the theater live um and shout out to we in the we have i'm sorry if i'm saying your name wrong Gigi Gigi on broadway on broadway uh, she said Newsies, he or she says Newsies is her favorite musical. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, one well, of Jackie's favorite too. Uh, movie the movie version, version is it's my favorite. It's not a musical, it's just a movie version musical. Yeah, it's the movie version uh, musical. We'll just, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll let you know why I have problems with the play, which tons of people love the play and power to them. Like I, Disney, um, property, that was the word I was looking for. When you have different properties, like they they call like TV shows or books or whatever, it's a property. And so if it didn't make money in one way, you try and make it money in another way because that way you don't have to spend money making something new. Yeah. You can just add on. 
Um, the second piece of news we have is In the Heights adoption is set to get underway this spring with Lin-Manuel Miranda to, to appear, question mark. Yay. Yeah, that one, that was weird to me because as much as I'm not a fan of his singing, that really is, like, that's his musical baby as, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's semi-autobiographical. So I didn't really understand where I was like, how are you making this movie, but you're not really having him in the lead role? question mark i mean it may be a choice that he's just so busy that he's choosing to step out and maybe he wants just to have more control and he'd rather be behind the scenes i don't i mean i don't know it's like i'm not in the room or it's a hollywood thing where they're gonna cast someone who's 12 because they keep casting people younger and younger and younger and uh, that's another thing that bothers me with some movie musicals where you had the musical and then you want the cast isn't that much older but then hollywood is like oh no you've you've become three years older or how i know this isn't three no, years ago but it's, it's still it's like they're like okay well now we have to cast a 16 year old in your role and i'm like really really um but like going off of that like also when you do have people from the original cast that are older and then you redo it hairspray live sorry and it's not like i have no idea like how this is gonna go with the hairspray live i actually like a lot of the people in it and they have done a really great job that's not me shitting on them but i was all when they announced um Derek Huff in my head I was like why didn't they have Matthew Morrison play that part he's not that old people like no, but, seriously but he could eat, like he's in his uh like mid 30s right now and so he's old enough and he could play Corny Collins now and it'd be a great like way to like be like I know that they have Harvey Firestein from the original but it's like a great way to be like look at this person from the original we're giving them a new part because now they're too old to play Link they did that with Les Mis guys did it with lame is just saying <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like i understand you're you're saying that but like, it's interesting we'll see i don't know it's gonna be interesting because the musical is so like city-based like it's such that culture mm-hmm. feel to see how they bring it into the screen yeah also it'll be interesting because i i mean i don't know i'm kind of like mwah on Derek huff's singing abilities but Oh, I was going back to the, <laughs> the Heights. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought we were about talking about the city of Baltimore. Oh, uh, that. Well, uh, that's, I guess, yeah, they're both really yeah. city-oriented. <laughs> I have never heard Derek Huff sing. Does he have any videos up that you can watch him sing, or is this up in the air until... No, this is me not knowing what he sounds like singing, so that's why I feel like, uh, I don't know. I am very, very excited, though, for Martin Short. Yes. Oh, I'm my gosh. Excited. Canadian power. <laughs> Um, and our last bit of news is Melda Stoughton is to star in the West End revival of Follies, who I love this actress. Like, She's Dolores Umbridge, for those of you yes, who don't know. Yes. She did a great job of making us hate her. Yes. Um, you always know you're a good actor, though, like, if if you if you get some sort of visceral reaction from people. And she did. Yeah. Like, in that she, role. She, she embodied what Dolores Umbridge was. Like, she wasn't as ugly as she was in the... In the, in the little drawing in yeah. the book where she looked like a frog, but but I also think um, as with most British actors, a lot of them did a lot of schooling. She went to RADA, so she has an extensive theater background. So um, it's I mean, my mom always she always told me that in uh, England and stuff like they kind of learn acting in her opinion like the right way, which is you learn Shakespeare and then theater and then film. Yeah, it's very, there's a lot of studying going on where it's not just like, your face looks like this, let me put you on a cereal box. It's like, you have to work for it. It's an actual profession and it's not viewed as like, it's it's kind of, I think, given a little bit more respect over there than it is here. Uh, 
maybe it's given more respect as a craft but people in england um as as when i when i studied in stratford and mind you this is like over 10 years ago um people were not like in when we're, we're in theaters and we wait outside of like the doors to get people's like autographs and whatnot mm. they just when i was there they just didn't it wasn't something that was done like literally the Americans, which were, uh, like, the students there, were the only people that were like, it's Dame Judi Dench. Oh, my God, I got to follow her and get her autograph. We were literally the only people doing that. Hmm. So it was, it was just to fascinating to me, like, the level of, like, caring about celebrity. Now, maybe if it was, like, you know, Prince William, <laughs> it would have been something different. <laughs> the, their celebrity is different. Yeah. Actor, p- prince, royalty. Um, and, yeah, so that's our news for today, guys. And thank you always to Robert Diamond and BroadwayWorld.com for giving us that. Yeah. Um, all right, on to Newsies, the movie, not movie, musical. The musical. The Broadway musical. Yes. Um, so we have some added storylines that they brought into this. Um, <laughs> so, so we Hollywood. have Catherine Plummer. But, okay, but the Catherine Plummer storyline, I thought, actually made the musical make more sense. The Catherine Plummer storyline, I feel like I should like it because I'm a feminist. It changes that... It changes, like, the female ingenue role to be something active, where she has an actual job, where she's an actual well-rounded character. The problem I had, though, is, like, in order to get her character, they had to subtract Denton, and I had such a crush on Bill Pullman when I was a kid that I was like, you got rid of Denton! I know, Mark, Mark, one of our engineers, he said he was really upset by it because he's like, they took away the one role I could play. Oh, <laughs> disgraceful, He's like, Denty. until I get older. And can play Pulitzer, but even Pulitzer, like, yeah. I mean, unless you can't. I sing. also like think it's, you know, I would have liked it if she was just some sort of rogue journalist. But in the typical like this like Hollywood big Broadway kind of fashion, they feel like they have to tie these characters all in together, but, and they made her the daughter of Pulitzer. And I'm like, oh come on, now this is a Romeo and Juliet story. But I'm gonna argue it for one reason, one reason alone. It made a lot more sense how they could get back down into that room and use his press. Well, in the in the movie, because, the reason they could get in was because he was literally sleeping there. Yeah, but he'd already beaten up the two thugs in the movie who I'm, I would assume had already reported back, so everyone already knew he had now turned and been flipped sides again and would not let him into that building anymore. That's no, my he thought. was still sleeping. He was still sleeping in the basement. That's how he was. Or maybe he made a No, key. I know, but I'm saying like know. that was part of their deal. Right. So it made no sense know. to me that because they were that's why they were being so quiet. Like I don't know, that's my take on it. Um, I I'm gonna agree with Samantha. I I like Catherine and her storyline in this musical. I thought it was needed because the Bill Pullman one, it made it gave it more like of a reason for why they were doing it rather than just like oh I need to help these boys. Like she had a vendetta against her father. Um. We also have Jack being an artist. I can't. Uh, this one made less sense. This one makes no sense. I feel like they use this one just because of the cool projection thing of when he draws her. I think that's exactly why they do it. They were like, hey, we have this projection screen. We should use it for other things besides posting, like, scenery of New York and newspapers. So they were um, going to make him an artist and, like, be good at that. It really reminded me of Xanadu. You know, where he's, like, it reminded me of Xanadu where he's, like, drawing on the... 
you know, drawing the muses in the in the beginning. I was like, what what is this? Like you just pulled from the plot of Xanadu and you're like, gotta make him an artist. The the other reason this bothered me is not that um not that the movie is entirely historically historically accurate, but they did a lot of research and they tried to make certain things fit historically. Whereas when you think about it, the newsboys, the news came out two or three, depending on how big of a news day it was, times a day. So you had these guys in the morning trying to hawk papers, in the evening trying to hawk papers, and they didn't really, like, yeah, they played with each other, but it's like, when is he going to have time to design an entire mural for a vaudeville theater? I don't, I don't know where that fits in his day as, like, a poor working child. For me, it was just more like it, it, was, it didn't add anything, I feel like, to the story except for, like, him drawing for their article... Like, that was the only add-in. So it didn't make sense as why to add it in for me. Um, And I also, I I like it better when when Jack is, like, this, like, poor, scrappy kid rather than having him be like, oh, I want to be, not that he wants to be a movie star, but it's kind of like, oh, I want to be involved in, like, the arts. I'm like, I don't see the character as, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it just it just, it just gave it a different reason for character. him to like make money to leave with Tana Faye. That was like the only justification I could come up with for it. Um, and then the music we have added songs. Uh, we have the bottom line, which is Pulitzer song they add into it, which I it. found annoying, but <laughs> it's just so annoying. Um, it was just to give Pulitzer a song, so you don't have to have that actor just being like standing around being like, "I hate newsies, let's rip them off." You know, not yeah, that he's British either. Give, it I don't was to know give why. it. In the longer scene, right? I didn't was, like. I didn't hate it. Like I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was there. Yeah, the me. song's just annoying to me. It's not. I just. I don't. Well, Pulitzer's like part in general is annoying to me. So like the less I need to see of him, I just want to watch the young boys dance. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have that's rich for Mena, which is in my so opinion, much better. So much it better is so much better in the movie. It's so much better. I mean, the characters. Mo- yeah, the so characters. Well, she has it. She has more of a character. She has more of a role, yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't fault Anne Margaret for that at all. No, it's that like was, Anne that Margaret, I think, is a wonderful actress. I just think that Meta was a better character, given a better character in, in the, the play. In the definitely, play. definitely, definitely. Um, we have "I Never Planned on You," the love song. I, One of the love songs. I like. I do like that they did this song. They, the um, having them backstage watching the watch what happens, watching the play. No, 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 watch what, sorry, that, you're right. Watch what happens is when she's writing the news article. Right, and uh, this is the one that they're singing to each other while she's trying to watch the, the play, and he's, like, interrupting her and yeah. drawing her inexplicably in the dark in the theater wings because that's easy to do. Um, so we can see the fun projection. Right, so we can see the fun projection. I was like, why don't you just project the things that are happening on the stage? I wanted them to, like, so I wanted to see what he actually drew. I know. On the piece of paper, like the actor. Some sort of like chalk, (laughs) stick figure situation. It's just Um, writing something. Right? It's just doodling. Um, So then we have Watch What Happens, which I actually really like this song. I like the beats in it. And um, it it makes her writing this article fun for me to watch. I don't like the character, so I'm not like a very good judge of this because it's like I the woman needs a song. I understand that, but I'm just like I'm like eh, meh. I just want to see dancing. (laughs) Um, Letter from the refuge. I actually didn't like. So funny because I love this song. I would say out of all the new songs, this is my favorite. it's, It's not that I didn't like the song. 
Um, but I didn't, didn't like, like that, that they that they didn't have Jack coming to the refuge and hanging because I thought that would have been really cool visually to see on that stage. That would have been really cool. Um, and that's why I didn't like the song is because it gave a reason for Jack not to go there. I liked it that it was kind of like a, a semi-reprise for Santa Fe. I, I loved um, uh, Andrew Keenan Bolger, who played the original Crutchy. I thought he did a great job. I saw the first national tour of Newsies. Um, don't remember the name of the actor who played Crutchy in the first national tour, but I did like him as well. I've, I'm so mad at myself because I brought my playbill because I just went and saw this um, a couple weeks ago at the um, Pantages. And, I'm, and I remember someone saying something about the Crutchy in our show. And I'm like, now I'm like thinking, who was it? And now the playbill is in my car outside. <laughs> outside of the, of, the, of the place today. Um, but um, I, I really, I also think that. Um, obviously I think that the actor who played Crutchy in the movie is really good. Um, I think it's even in this one, there's a lot because there's a lot more physical acting because there's no camera to stop and say, okay, let this kid sit down for a minute or take a break. There's a lot of him like doing this whole like Crutchy limp thing through dance numbers, which was fun to watch. It's so impressive to me. And it's also like they, I, I like that they like they still have accents in this, but they kind of toned them down a little bit as compared yeah. to the movie, which I liked because I was in the movie. I was like, Ugh. oh, I love the accents in the movie. I <laughs> love that they're so like they're so thick, and I that the actor um, who plays Racetrack again, his name like escapes me right now, and I had it, I had it last weekend, but um, he had like the the guy who has the original, the actual yeah, like, the actual accent. Um, we have Brooklyn's here. I love that one too, I just, because I love the line in the movie. I just love the fact, and it's in the movie. And I, I, I didn't mention it last week, but like it's in the movie and it's in the uh, show where it's like no one is going to help out unless Brooklyn helps out. And I'm like, we're just understanding that this is happening. Like yeah. Brooklyn has this much power. It does. Um, like I've never been to New York, and I, I, I know that like, but I do know that from like at least pop culture and movie references and. Watching Sex and the City, like, they shit on Brooklyn a lot if you live in other parts of New York. So it's funny to watch Brooklyn be the one that's like, no, if Brooklyn's involved, we're going to get involved. But if they're not involved, we're, we're out. I know. I love that. Okay, I found the actor's name. Max Casella. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> Who played Racetrack in the movie. Um, and also we have something to believe in. And I like this song, too. This is the fun love song for me. I like this one more than I never planned on you. I, the only thing that bothered me with this one is I understood, like, they use the scaffolding a lot in, like, very cool and wonderful ways. This was one instance where I was like, I, to me, the love song does not play that well on the scaffolding. I would have liked it to have been on the ground. On stage. I could see that. Um, now I'm going to bring it back to this because we forgot to do this last week. Uh, our diva song. We didn't say what our diva song was, so we can do. If you have a different one from each one, I feel do. Free uh, to say it. My diva song for the movie is Santa Fe, because I love it. Uh, my diva song from this one is Letter from the Refuge. Not that you can be a diva and sing Letter from the Refuge, but whatever. It's my favorite song. Uh, my diva song from the movie would be probably actually carrying the banner. Um, just because I like have a lot of fun with that with the movie one, um, and my one from 
the play is actually the world will know because I like that they get more aggressive with it. Like he's like, what web us? Like he's like screaming instead of just singing it. Like that's yeah. why it's my diva song from the play because I like when people get really passionate and start screaming. Apparently. I think not, my my whole thing with the play is, and again, this is like the same problem I had with Denton where I loved Bill Pullman as Denton so much and I had such a crush on um, Christian Bale as Jack Kelly it's it's so hard for me to imagine anyone else playing Jack Kelly, and I wonder if Tiana was here, if she would have this same feeling Probably. about Spot. Um, but I, it's so weird because I've seen, uh, as I told you, I've seen the first tour, and then I've seen clips of um, Jeremy, Jeremy Jordan, Jordan, the original. And Jeremy Jordan, for those of you that may not know, uh, he's most well known now for Smash. Uh, he's the bad boy in Smash. Which, that, like, he does such a great job as that in Smash, but I'm just like, ee, you're just not Jack Kelly to me. And I, part of it is because his voice is so perfect that so I'm can... like, I just don't see that as Jack Kelly. Like, I see him as this, like, kind of, like, messy Christian Bale character see, I like it who trips because... on himself. I like it better because I like that he sings better. <laughs> it's like, the first thing when I was watching the musical was, like, when Santa Fe, when I was like, ah, oh, it's so nice. <laughs> and see, I, the other reason I don't like Santa Fe is because, I, again, I grew up listening to the, the, movie, um, the movie album, and so the lyrics here, I can't train myself to, like, switch from the movie lyrics to these lyrics, and there are a lot of changes, especially in Santa Fe, and I'm like, I don't even know, like, I get changing the lyric, like, the first part where they say that's what they call a family because he's not, the the situation is not, not the, same the same in the play. But then they change a lot of other lyrics for, like, to me, no reason whatsoever, where he's like, all oh, the rolling greens and the, you know, the browns and the colors and all these things. And I'm like, I really liked in the movie where Jack is kind of, everybody around him thinks he's super smart, but he is not actually, like, he's like a poor kid from Brooklyn. He doesn't actually know what Santa Fe looks like. He's looking at some sort of pamphlet. pamphlet. And I love, I love how in the movie it's like, this kind of like nebulous idea. Santa Fe is really just, I need to get out, away from here. It's not like he has painted this like elaborate picture of what Santa Fe really looks like or elaborate idea. He literally has no idea. It's just that Santa Fe is not New York. Um, and I told Jackie, I was going to bring this up and I'm, um, I'm going to in a second, but I also just want to call out to Samantha Ramirez in our chat role. She also said the world will know is her diva song. As well. Yeah. World will know people. Um, I just want to see what people's take on it. It's not like I'm not ragging on it in any kind of way. Like it, it's it's not like a, a caring sort of thing for me of why it's Santa Fe, but it's just interesting to me that in Brent and in this play, um, which before we discussed, we're both made in the '90s. They choose for the New Yorker to want to go to Santa Fe because like New York in the '90s wanted to be Santa Fe. No, okay. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't no, know I, what the reason. No so idea. you know what the reason is that Santa Fe is this like. Holy like Grail. M- holy Mecca land. Uh, let us know. Yeah. Let us know if you know what the reason is, because I'm just intrigued. Um, so let's talk about the set a little bit, because the set is interesting to me because of this, like we said, we ha- they have these three big scaffolding towers that they move around in different ways, which is actually really cool because they can become different buildings. They can become different looks. Um, and I like it because New York has, you know, has scaffolding. So it has those fire escapes that um, they use again in the movie, too. And you also have Jack and um, 
crutchy like living up together on the top of like this kind of scaffolding like they're not in that little house that they kind of were like they are the boarding orphan house yeah, yeah like they are in but they're like living on the roof um and it's like the only part for me that was distracting was that when the scaffolding moves it kind of does this thing oh yeah it, and you're like don't die and like the people yeah the people that are on the top of the scaffolding when it's moving i'm like ah please. that yeah i would not one of the reasons I could not be a newsie is be, in that musical is because of the scaffolding. I would be freaked out. I'd be like, "Don't move me! Don't move me!" And yeah, hurt it's me. Like, it's like you're like, eh. yeah, you're like holding on as it shakes. Another reason I couldn't is because they do some insane like backflips and front yeah, I flips. Mean, there's and, many, many reasons why I think both of those right? probably couldn't. There be are triple since. pirouettes happening. I was like, "This is dance." Maybe if maybe if this we this is dance. I mean, I think we both took dance, but never to the extent where we would be like good enough to be anywhere near where these the are. dancing in the I, I think that was the one takeaway the one huge takeaway i had from watching it live is like this is a big dance production it's very good yeah it, the dancing is phenomenal the choreography and like just the fact that they're dancing and I'm, i'll talk about we're going to show the video for the tonys in a, in a little bit but you'll see how the papers in this tony yeah, thing like moves with their feet i'm yeah, like it's like crazy how did you do that it's crazy to me that they're dancing this much throughout and singing this much throughout and that they have breath left because i'd be like off to the side after the first song like i i'm done guys i can't i can't go on anymore right i can't sing in the first place let alone like sing and dance gonna mouth the, the words time. from now on you guys got the rest <laughs> you guys got this in the back right <laughs> um the other part of the set and we talked about it a little bit already is the projector Yes. Which actually for a lot of it is really cool the way they use the projector. Like, I mean, you'll see in the Tony Awards thing and when they take a picture of them, it like projects up and you see the picture they just took. took. Yeah. Um, and it's also cool with the chalkboard. I thought right. that was a cool use. Like I always, it's interesting for me when you use a projector, how to use it. Yeah. Because you can overuse a projector and you can underuse a projector. Well, I like this too because it also, it sets the scene. Like you have, you have it representing the skyline you have um you have the newspapers that are projected on on the projectors i think it's because oh i'm sorry jackie i didn't mean to interrupt no no i was just literally just talking out of my butthole (laughs) (laughs) no um it's funny because i used to be the opposite i used to not like projections and stuff like that because i felt like it took away from what the actors were doing on the actual stage because a lot of people are looking at what's happening because i went to a musical called uh fila which was by uh jay-z will smith and jada pinkett smith uh that sounds amazing it's awesome where is that it was a long it was a long time ago it was like back in like 2010 or something or no it needs to come back 2010 um but no it was great if you look it up if you look up stuff it's just awesome it's like uh i think it was like afropunk jazz or something like that back in nigeria it's nuts but anyway so they use a lot of projections in that and it was really hard to concentrate on the singers and the dancers on the stage and then looking up and seeing other things that were happening I was like oh there's so much going on but it was it was still a good musical it was just hard for me to like keep track of what's going on but I think this show does a really good job of that and also um the new the revival of spring Lame. spring awakening oh, yeah. did. I was gonna say Lay Miz too that too yes I agree oh yeah that was really Lame good is, yeah. um, but that's what I'm saying is like yeah. you can overuse a projector oh yeah like they and did also a lot can't, it's also like some some shows to me when I see the projector um, and it might be because my mom uh, did set design growing right. up um, to me it's like lazy 
Like you didn't want to make a set, so you're using yeah, a so you're using yeah. a projector. But like like I said, like I loved the the Deaf West Spring Awakening because you get to see what they were actually. Like obviously, if you don't know sign language, they have the script and the dialogue up there, and I thought that was really cool. Like with the chalkboard and things like that. So I've always yeah. I thought at first I was like this is dumb, but now I'm like oh yeah, I wanted yeah. it in everything. If you can incorporate <laughs> it in a certain way, it's a really cool tool that theater has now. Um, so going off of that let's just go right into the tony awards and we're going to show this video and you'll see the scaffolding and the projector and the dancing and everything in jeremy jordan this change coming once and for all you makes the front he is pretty to look at i will say that yeah he's too polished for me Let's all touch now. <laughs> it's a circle of trust. Well, yeah, I mean, they had to put in that little tiny part of this cobble. Yeah, this is why I don't understand, like, the lyric, answer the call and that's, don't delay. That's my friend like with the burgundy cap. If you oh, see okay. him spinning around, that's yeah. who he is. I don't know, for me, the song is more powerful in the play because I don't, I don't know, something visually about it makes it more powerful for me. I don't know, the lyric answer the call and don't delay to me sounds like a Sprint commercial. Ha, huh, I like that. <laughs> I also don't like this strike, 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 strike. And this is, I don't know. This is my, like comparison to this part right there, which was the one part that I kind of was like, this is a weird choreography choice, um, until they all come in. I love But that was my comparison yeah. to uh, uh, Jack Kelly's little there he is in front. pony so walk in the beginning of his Santa Fe dance. There's some, like, amazing pirouettes going on. Yeah, I mean, that there, there's no, you cannot try out for this and not be a dancer, yeah, unless you you're, can't. like, Pulitzer. <laughs> like, even Catherine has to be able yeah. to tap dance a little bit. It just is amazing to me, the amount of talent these people have. It's crazy. And my friend's and a dancer. And they're, like, dancing and like when scaffolding. He dances, he's the same thing. He was in um, West Side Story on Broadway with the revival and stuff. And it's, like, it, with him, too, I'm like, how do you get your body to do that? Like, I was a decent dancer, but I was never this. Crouchy's little hair. <laughs> yeah, I did something. Look at that. <laughs> um, and this is what Jackie was this talking is, about with the newspaper, which is just like... This is insane yeah, to, to me. people that don't maybe know dance or something is like, are thinking like, oh, all they're doing is like sliding on newspaper. Nope. But like, if you knew how hard it would be to spin and land back on that newspaper. On the newspaper and not look at it because they have to look at the audience. Yeah. So that's the other thing to when me I that was When I thought I was in the orchestra, mind. but I wasn't close to the orchestra when they threw it to grab one of these. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I really wanted one. I wanted to see what it said. Yeah, what I, I, that's what I was wondering when I watched the Tony Awards. I was like, what does it say? But again, I was not close enough when I saw the um, I saw a little girl afterwards walking with one down the street, and I was like, it'd be really mean if I took it from her, wouldn't it? <laughs> Let me see what it says. Yes, Brianna, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, as adults, we all have that thought, because we're not children. We don't get, like, given the free stuff anymore as much. 
I love it because the the friend that's in there, he's like, you know those sweat marks that you see on our shirts? Some people they're think real. those are yeah, they like they think those are man-made, but not. Look at this pirouette. I know this is this ridiculous. Is what drives, oh my god, it's so good. Steven asked me, my boyfriend, he asked me, uh, would he be able to do that if he didn't have the newspaper? I'm like, uh, not yeah, as fast. He could not do as it fast. Not as fast. Yeah, you go crutchy. You get it crutchy. You you show everybody. The right other here. thing is like he does that pirouette Boom. and then just steps back like it ain't no thing. And right here, this projection, like that's such a cool use of projection right there. Like flash up on the screen. You guys, we'll put a link to this on the Broadway Breakdown um, Facebook page and Twitter page, so you can like. So if you're listening to it uh, as an audio, you can see it. Later. You can see it. Like, and, and also if you just go look up Newsies Tonys, like it'll pop up too. Um, <laughs> Samantha writes, they're also good and pretty I know, and talented. I'm trying to write her back right now. I know. I can't. I know. It's <laughs> I can't <ridiculous>. even. Um, <laughs> but seriously, with that pirouette. I do like a double pirouette and then I'm ready to vomit. I don't understand how he just did that pirouette and steps back like he's like, yeah, what? And, and then he continues to like sing yeah, and, and do sings. other things. No, like, how I do mean, you have breath left? I can do, uh, I can just do like when someone's like, oh, yeah, just spin around two times. I'm like, yep, nope, I'm done. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It makes you think of just as you were a kid, like how, like, even like the smallest things you did and you weren't tired. Yeah. It's like they have a, or how the you can handle the child. teacups in Disneyland as a kid. Yeah, no, no, sad no. days. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I um, can't either. I'm like, no, don't I touch that either. middle center thing. I'm then... just here to just for the ride. <laughs> and then closing your eyes just makes it worse. It really does. Why would you do that? Because you think that if you close it, you won't see everything, and no. it'll make. It... I, I tried. I know. That's why you spot, not spot kind. I was never. That's good why at you spotting. spot when you when you do. A yeah, I was never. Yeah. I was never a good spotter. I, I never. I was got... not that bad, but still. But like nowadays, you're like, I could just do it, and you're like, nope. 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, so this musical was nominated for Best Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Best Performance by Ling Actor for Jeremy Jordan, Best Direction, Best Choreography, Best Orchestra Score, Best Orchestration, and Best Scenic Design. It won Best Choreography and Best Original Score, which I think is what it should have won. Yeah. Definitely for choreography. I mean, Definitely if you just watched that and think it didn't, then I don't know what you're, who you are right. or what you're thinking. Right. <laughs> um. And best original score, I really like the music. I know you have an issue with it because of it being changed, um, but I still really love the music in it, and I love the power it still has. Like, it's just, for me, this is a musical you go to to have fun, to listen to the music, to watch the dancing, and just have fun. and Watch be like, cute boys sing to you? Yeah. I think my problem is more so the lyrics, because I'm like, I don't like that lyric. Why did you change it? Um, but I, I do think, like, meta songs much improved. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was hard to improve. Uh, I mean, I, I literally copied the album and took out meta songs when I used to listen to them because I was like, I just can't. They're terrible. Yeah. And I, I like that Crutchy <laughs> got a song. I like that Brooklyn's Here is a song. Yeah, because like the a lot of the I mean that happens a lot with movie musicals. A lot of the uh, it's like four actual songs and then the rest is like orchestrational songs. And then with musicals, it's much more like every song has lyrics and right. singing. Right, right. Um, so which do we prefer? Oh, I prefer the movie, 110%. I'm a, I'm a Broadway girl. <laughs> I'm going with the Broadway. I think the Broadway, the dancing uh, is amazing and it can't be replaced with the with, with what the movie does. Um, and I think that it just adds, it's, the story is more impactful to me because it's, for me, the story for both of them is not, oh, my God. Like, it's not a play. That's not, it's, You know, there's plays you go to for the story. And there's plays you go to. And, like, that's why I think that I enjoy this. is because the dancing and the singing and everything is so much 
heightened in this musical, so it's more enjoyable for me. But I also didn't grow up and listen to this and watch this movie, so I don't have that sentimentality that you have with it. I think also it has to do with it being a cult classic. I imagine people who are Rocky Horror Picture Show movie fans feel the same way about seeing Rocky Horror Picture Show as a live musical. Where, yeah, which we'll see. Where, yeah. Because <laughs> I grew up with the movie with that. So. Where we'll be doing that um, towards the end of the month, and I think that um, when when you're so used to certain lines and newsies, I could almost do newsies as a Rocky horror picture kind of shadow cast. That's what they call it. When, when you're playing along with the movie, um, which I'm sure plenty of people have seen Rocky horror picture show do that. Um, but I, I think for me, there are certain things that I just, I just love about the movie because they're, they're like all these little like callbacks and references that I'm so used to. And they feel like at home for me mm-hmm. that having them missing from the, having them missing from the musical is a little bit like, Oh, it makes me feel sad because I don't get to that feeling of nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, and I totally get that for me. I mean, a lot of times for me, it's the opposite. It's like watching the musical and then when they make a movie being like, Yes, Which I'll talk I do. More spo- well, I'll talk more yeah. when we talk about the Hairspray movie, but like one of those things is Someday even like the we'll small do, change yeah. with the uh, 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 to, like uh, 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 woke up today to oh, 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 woke up. Like, I, it didn't make sense to me. Anyway, but so I get it. I understand. What when we do Rock of Ages, the day of reckoning will come. Oh, my God. Uh, if you love the movie Rock of Ages, please don't, please don't watch our show. No, yeah. You're just, you're just going to be mad at us. Um. But we're doing um, we're doing Little Shop of we're Horrors. We're doing Little Shop of Horrors next which week, which always uh, sounds like Little show. Shop of Horrors <laughs> whenever I say it. It doesn't sound I like mean, Little Shop of way. Horrors because Audrey. Little Shop of Horrors. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be doing <laughs> the theater show for that one next week. So tune in for that. I love that show as well. It's really fun for me. Um, also check out our Twitter. It's at Broadway B Down. We have a Facebook page, Broadway Breakdown. Um, also. We're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, we're on uh, Google Play. So subscribe, like, comment, let us know what you guys think, let us know. I know we've had someone uh, tell us a couple musicals they want us to do coming up, uh, which I know for some of it we it might have to wait because we do have some things already like kind of planned out, but we can definitely add them in. Um, so let us know of what you want to hear us talk about, too. Uh, anything else you want to add, Jackie, before we end the show? No, that was it. Alexis? No, Alexis oh, sorry. The sorry, I was trying to look for I was trying to look for your stuff, but uh, no, I just I'm 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 hoping that more people, um, for both movie and musical, uh, go back and go watch it because there's a lot of things that people might miss, especially from the movie that I when I went to go rewatch it, and then obviously going back and seeing the musicals. Well, I love that. I, I just want awesome. to say this from the movie. I love that uh, Teddy Roosevelt when Denton comes in and he hands him the paper and he's like disgraceful, Denty. I just love, I don't know why, I love that line. Um, and the- That's awesome. It's well, cute. It's such a cute little thing. He's like, I've got to go help the Newsies, <laughs> which he does in the musical, too. Well, that is uh, the end of our show, guys. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Thank you, everybody in the chat, Earl, for chatting I'm along with us. We really love your input as well. Uh, and yeah, we'll Suddenly, see you next week. I'm respectable, staring right at you, lousy. BFIPS14 <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Sorry, give them the handles out one last time. And Jackie, where can they One, find two, you? three, Jackie B on all platforms. Trust me, I won't sing on my social media, so you don't have to worry about that. And Jackie B123 on Snapchat. All right, thank you guys. And now you can sing the New York. 
Now it's just the orchestra part, so I can't sing to it. Okay. Is that All right, guys. Thank you so much. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.